Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Inside Career Technical Education. It's so great to have you with us today. I'm one of the hosts of this program, Ann Baldwin. And I'm the other host, Jim Beloga, President and CEO of YTI Career Institute. You know, I'm so excited, Jim. I have the opportunity to talk to our guests sometimes in advance just to get a little bit of background. Mm -hmm. And there's no energy that I felt from anyone like I have felt from our guest today. And we're so excited to have Jesus Clark on. Jesus, welcome to the program. Well, thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. You know, you just got such a great positive attitude and such a great energy. And really, these podcasts are aimed at folks that might be considering, you know, getting into the trades. And for you, it was the culinary arts. And we're going to get into your journey, you know, how you got started and where you're at today. So why don't we begin with, you know, where did you start? So you're in high school. You know, a lot of people are trying to make that decision. What's next? How did you make that decision? Well, it was kind of one of those things where I always cooked. I've been cooking since I was nine years old. Um, and uh, I decided to say, hey, you know, let's go to culinary school. I never thought in a million years I would uh, go to culinary school, let alone uh, join college, doing college, period. And um, it was kind of one of those things where no, no, uh, nobody in my family went to college. So my mom was kind of like, you know, just excited of the fact that I was even thinking about touring the college. And uh, we decided to go to YTI and uh, do a tour. So that's just history. So they went to the Lancaster campus. Right. Right, Jim? Yeah. And why don't you talk a little bit about what the Lancaster campus looks like for people who might not know? Yeah, I mean, uh, the, the campus, you know, has, uh, it, it's, a, it's, you know, it's over 50,000 square feet. So it's fairly large. And, um, you know, in the campus, we have industry modeled labs. Uh, in particular, um, we have kitchens that that um, Jesus uh, um, basically got educated and trained in that represent what he's going to see or what he saw when he left school. So it'd be it'll be interesting to see what he what he thought as we get through this podcast. But um, and so again, we 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 work with our program advisory committee members, and we design our labs to meet um, really the industry's requirements, so that when students do come to our um, our schools, they uh, are able to work in a, in a, in a, a real-world environment that uh, really depicts what they're going to see when they leave. And, and again, I think our employers uh, tell us all the time that, um, you know, they're always, they, they're always very impressed with our graduates because, again, they're working in environments, hands-on environments, right. industry-modeled labs in a hand, hands-on way where when they show up, you know, to become an employee, um, you know, they, they're familiar with, with, you know, most of the things that they see. Um, uh, so, so anyway, so it's, it's, uh, it, you know, they're very, very, very cool, uh, cool labs. And I would encourage everybody, uh, seeing is believing. That's right. So talk about, I love it that you and your mom went together, right? And that's what happens because oftentimes it's the parents or the caregivers mm -hmm. or the spouses that need to be included in to the, the decision as to what's next. What was your mom's impression of the Lancaster culinary program? Well, she she was totally blew away. I mean, I mean, I just think her seeing the excitement on my face and me and they were to look into her eyes and see that this moment is so much bigger than just me. Um, right. Because now I'm able to, you know, break a generational curse in my family. So uh, that was a huge moment. I think that was a turning point for me as well. Yeah. And, and Jesus, I mean, what I mean, I, I think for a lot of folks, you know, you don't you don't know what you don't know until you sort of experience it. Right. So. Right. So, so 
you know, when you walk through, you know, the campus and walk through the, the doors and then walk through the, the learning environment, you know, what was, I mean, what was your initial reaction? I mean, just, you know, in terms of your emotional uh, connection, uh, you know, with the campus and with the learning environment? Yeah, so I already had, before I took that tour, I was working for Flood Ruckers. I don't know if you guys remember that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I knew my way around the kitchen, but some of the equipment in there that you've seen, it was just mind boggling that almost in a bit uh, overwhelming that I might have a chance to even, you know, work on that equipment or being able to be in the same kitchen as that equipment. Um, so, you know, for me, it was like a connection, like I need to be here. Right. Right. So, so. You, you already had some fundamentals. You had some exposure yeah. to you know, kitchens and doing the work, but then there, you know, and that's the thing about the culinary program too at, at uh, YTI is that it's not just how to, you know, chop up vegetables. Talk about the different aspects of what you learned, not only about, you know, some of the cooking skills and things like that, but management skills and business skills and all the other things that go into the business of culinary arts and business management. Yeah, I think, and, and to a I can attest to the chefs that was there at the time and some store are there. Um, they really, to me, they, they hit home for me as far as a work slash home balance at the same time, meaning that you can still have a successful career, but you also got to balance that as well. And as far as order management goals, uh, management skills, they, a lot of the chefs were working in the field part time as they was teaching us. Mm -hmm. So, it was like uh, uh, you getting the the truth of reality. Yeah, you're getting what the books say, but you're also getting that chef that's giving you the truth mm -hmm. of uh, what's actually happening in the industry. Um, I think they, a lot of that stuff hit home with me, um, and I think I use a lot of that on day-to-day -day here at the restaurant. Well, we haven't even gotten to that yet. So mm -hmm. let's talk about <laughs> – all right, so you go to YTI Career Institute, Culinary Arts Program, COVID yes. hits – and some sort of a light bulb you told me went off in your head. What happened? Yeah, so I went at the culinary school. I had a couple. Um, I worked management for a couple places, and then I wound up getting into the hospital system, doing institutional um, cooking for the hospital. I worked my way up to supervisor at the hospital, and then I switched over into administration at the hospital, which took me out of food completely. Mm. So uh, at that time. It was, I want to say, July two years ago, exactly, um, 4th of July, uh, when the pandemic was kind of brewing, <laughs> so to speak. Mm -hmm. uh, we, I, was, I didn't like the way, personally, the way the country was going. It was too much hate. So I, at the time, I said, I'm going to bring my grills out. I'm going to smoke some meat. And whoever walked past, I'm going to give them a plate of food for free. And uh, that's what I did. And from there... Uh, it turned into, I need you to cater for me next week. I need you to do this next week. So um, that's kind of how I saw it. And what we're talking about, how it started, is you opened up your own restaurant, and you still are running your restaurant. He's got a lot of catering orders on the table for today. It's Big Zeus Barbecue in Binghamton, New York. So congratulations, <laughs> Zeus. You know, you Thank took you. what was a bad situation, but you saw how people loved your product, and you've turned that into a successful business. Talk about what kind of business you're running today. So right now we run Big Zeus Barbecue. Uh, we do. We have a restaurant. We have a dine-in, carry-out, take-out, delivery uh, we do a ton of catering, weddings, birthday parties, graduation parties, all that. 
Um, basically, it's something I learned when I was nine years old with my grandfather smoking meat. Mm. And uh, it kind of stayed with me. You know, I, I did it during the summer times of family reunions and things like that. I didn't realize it was this good, though. Um, <laughs> and and uh, so that's kind of what I did. You know, I wanted to hit back to my roots and what, what made me the man I am today. So, so, so hey, um, Su- hey, Sus, so just so I can, uh, so our listeners can, uh, and our viewers can uh, understand. So, is it more Texas barbecue, Kansas City barbecue, uh, or, or I know that in, in North Carolina uh, they just uh, call barbecue the event, not necessarily <laughs> the meat. Right. So, I, I'm gonna challenge people to come and try it because I think I have a, a collection of every style in it. Got it. Um, okay. I think also going to culinary school allowed me the ability to to say that. Because I, I honestly do believe I, I have a little bit of each, a little Texas, you get a little Kansas City. It mm-hmm. depends. It mm-hmm. all depends uh, um, how you look at it. And, you know, you talk about you've got the talent and you've started that at a young age. You know, the, the you talk about the family bond of being sure. with the grandfather. And, <laughs> and, you know, that's what we need to do. You know, whether it's cooking in the kitchen with your grandkids or your kids, and that exposes them to something that you love and you love it. But you also talked about how really your education at YTI Culinary School has helped you, like, with inventory, with ordering, with the business side. Well, let's talk about safe food. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, especially now, there's a lot of guidelines and things. Sure. And you learned all that in that program, correct? That is that is absolutely correct. That is absolutely correct. And, you know, some of the things, majority of the things that you learn there, you will implement out in the field. Um, I know some some degrees you'll go to school and you're like, oh, I probably won't use 50% of this. But now nah, at YTI, I say I probably use 95% of what I learned. Yeah, well, that's, you know, that's great to hear, mm-hmm. Jesus, that, you know, the education was that practical that, you you know, you could use it in, in uh, you know, in your employment right out of the box. Because, again, you know, there's there. I mean, there's testament and that uh, there's value in in what we're providing right can you share with us that quote that you told me when we spoke earlier that your that your mother said can you give me that quote oh, listen to this yeah one. The, the, the one about where she say uh, um what was it it was a lot of a lot of just because uh, your mama like your food don't mean anybody else will <laughs> <laughs> you know and that's and that was that was something she told me when i first started out the barbecue business and she was like is it good? And I was like, yes, ma'am. And she goes, well, just because I'm going to say I like it, I don't mean anybody else going to like it. And it sticks with me. It really does. Every <laughs> recipe I design, I, I get a, thousands of people to eat it before I say it's good. <laughs> right. So now you're in the process, and, and you, you've reached out to YTI, to some of the culinary instructors there, to some of the students there. I mean, why is it that you're so passionate? You, you admittedly said you were a little rough around the edges when you got out of yep. high school. Why do you want to kind of mentor the future, you know, culinary arts students? Well, I honestly, the way I see it is, I think if my story can impact at least one person and and give them that inspiration that they need to pursue the dream because the, a dream of you know obviously it's a dream they probably always wanted for years or and my thing is if you let your dream die you, i mean how do you how do you live happy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't understand you got it you got it don't never give up on your dream and right. it might take you 50 50 years to get to that dream, or you might go to culinary school in your 50s or 60s or whatever. Right. Just don't give up in your dream. And if my story can inspire one person, I only hope 
that person I expired could turn around and do the same thing for somebody else. And you have some of the people from the culinary program working for you, correct? Yes, not from YTI culinary, but from local culinary. Yeah, I have an extern uh, student that just graduated from up here. Well, that's great. It's kind of like the country song, chase your dreams because dreams don't chase you back. Right. You know, it, it's it's one yeah. of those things. Go ahead, Jim. I was just going to say, I mean, I think it's, it's, it is an inspi- you know, ins- ins- inspiration and to, to listen to you, Jesus. And, and I think all of us have to realize that um, we all have the ability to make a difference in someone's life. Mm-hmm. And by sharing stories, I, I think that's one of the things where, you know, you can make that, that, that emotional connection, you know, with an individual and inspire that person to take action. Because, again, I think that's the, you know, that's the challenge for everybody is, you know, do I believe um, in my dream? Do I believe in myself? Do I believe in myself that I can achieve this dream? And I think, you know, for all of us, it's just having that. Um, it, it's just, and it can be one person who, who supports you um, and says, hey, you can do this. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's, it, that's why I love doing these, these graduate stories because, again, these are all folks who were at some point in their lives making decisions about their dreams to pursue, you know, a career and a passion. And, you know, and, and again, I, I think it's just um, for folks to just hear it, I, I hope it resonates with our viewers. Right. That, um, you know, that you can you can do really anything you want, you know, in our country. Right. So if you're going through Binghamton, New York or anywhere, or make it a destination location, right? Go to Big Zeus Barbecue and Jesus Clark. You'll probably be there because we know that this industry also – you have to have dedication. You have to. It's not nine to five Monday through Friday, right? You work your yeah, butt. Absolutely. You work your butt off. Well, well yeah. go go ahead, go ahead, Asus. I'm going to make a comment too after that. So <laughs> no, I, I was definitely going to say it's definitely one of those fields that you definitely get out what you put in. Mm-hmm. So um, if you decide if you you decide to work 15 hours a week, you're one of those owners. Um, you're probably going to get 15 percent of. Uh, output so that's just yeah i was just gonna say the next time I'm, next jesus the next time I'm, I'm heading out to our pennsylvania campuses i'm gonna i'm gonna take uh the southern tier <laughs> and uh and 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 jump off uh jump off the road and and uh, come down and 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 uh visit you in in, in binghamton new york uh, interesting oh, that'd be great yeah interesting story about my professional career i started in syracuse new york and my first client was actually in binghamton new york so i used to hmm. Uh, frequent there, there was a um, a dairy called uh, Crawley Foods, uh, w- yep. which the which the family um, you know owned and operated, and ultimately sold it to a, a Belgian based company. But um, that was my first client in my in my professional career. So I spent a lot of time in Binghamton, New York, uh, many many years ago. Right, yeah. and and so we encourage people to you know check it out for your special occasions. And you know the other thing is there's so many different aspects to the culinary arts program. So you took the decision to open your own business. Um, so many folks are working in, like you said, you've worked in uh, healthcare, in the kitchen. You've you've moved up to management, and now you're at where you are today. So I guess really the message here is first of all. Jesus, we like to say a continued success to you, and thank you for yeah. sharing your story. And we hope that your story and all the other ones that we tell on this podcast inspire people to look at their options. Uh, check out yti.edu, which is the website. And Jim, winter classes starting up again. Yeah, next the next uh, set of classes start um, October twenty fourth. So you know, I would encourage our viewers uh, who are watching uh, the podcast to uh, to go to yti.edu and you know don't don't procrastinate. Just, That's right. Just, just get yep. get on it and get it done. Change your life. Be yes. your own boss, right, Jesus? Absolutely. And one other thing, I would definitely tell people: um, 
you will sometimes land into a job where you might not have the best employer or best management, but don't let nobody's opinion determine your success. That's there you right. Go. We've all had bad bosses. Trust mm-hmm. me. Yep. <laughs> well, Jesus, thanks again. And uh, Big Zeus Barbecue in Binghamton, New York. Get on up there if you can. We hope that you've all enjoyed this podcast. Check out yti.edu for more information. And thanks. Thank you, Jesus Clark. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Inside Career Technical Education. We'll see you again next time with another great story. 